Welcome to Soul Via Soul, the podcast where we embark on a journey of self-love and true wellness. I'm your host, Jada, and I'm absolutely delighted to have you here with me as we dive into all things mind, body, and soul. Now, what do you say we get this thing started? Let's dive in. I had done a year's worth of solid research on what is the best school for kids? And I was absolutely surprised that what kept coming to the top of the list was homeschooling because I never saw myself as a homeschooler. My father was a public school teacher. I should support public school. And if I was going to consider an alternative school, well, maybe it would be one of the other options or a private school, which were all in the mix and we all considered However, it really felt like there was a longing in my heart for homeschooling. And I thought, well, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, it's going to be first grade. I'm pretty sure I can handle first grade. So we took the leap. So why would I choose to homeschool my kids? I got that question a lot, actually. Now, it's been over a decade that I homeschooled my children, and a decade later, I can tell you now with confidence that it was the best decision that I ever made in regards to the education of my children. At the time, however, when my oldest daughter was six and I was contemplating this, it was one of the scariest decisions I have ever made in my life. So let's take a step back two decades ago when I was making the decision to homeschool my children. At the time I was not a therapist, but I was a physician assistant and I had stepped out of my career to be a stay at home mom. And I think like any mom, we want the best for our children. And education is one of those big things. You want to set your children up for success in life. And their schooling is one of the biggest decisions that you make. So we lived in a wonderful school district. And I, I'm sure it would have been okay had I sent them to public school. But let me just give you a snippet of what my life looked like at that time. At the time, I had a kindergartner, I had two other small babies at home too. <laughs> so chaos was my middle name. And it took a lot of effort to get one child up and prepared to go to kindergarten for just a few hours and then come home again. It was a real disruption to the life of all of the other children too. And interestingly enough, the things that she was learning in kindergarten, she actually already knew because I just spent a lot of time talking and reading to my children and she already knew all the colors and the alphabet and was starting to read like she already knew it. So there wasn't a whole lot that was being gained by her going, but of course it's easy to just jump on the wagon wheel and do what everyone else does because it's what everyone else does. And then I went to Georgia, like I always do during 
muscadine season. Because here's the thing. I would go visit my dad multiple times throughout the year, but for sure, for sure in September when the muscadines were ready, because it was my job to make the jelly and I would make cases of jelly and then we would split it. He grew the berries. I spent days making jelly and I would spend about two weeks letting my kids, as my dad would say, air it out being outside playing and fishing and swinging on the front porch, working in the garden and just being, it was, it was one of the most treasured memories that my children have even to this day. And it was a wonderful way for me to spend such a bulk amount of time with my father. So I did this as, normal. And I got this little letter from the school telling me that my, my, my kindergartner was truant and that we were going to be in trouble if we did that again. <laughs> now, maybe I'm just a little too strong-willed. Maybe I don't like to have people tell me what to do. I'm not sure exactly what all the layers that went into this decision. Um, but after that letter, I thought, I'm sorry, but the state of Illinois does not get to dictate when I go see my father. And from that day forward, I started doing research. And I spent a solid year doing research so that it was time to start back up. And this time in first grade, I had done a year's worth of solid research on what is the best school for kids? And I was absolutely surprised that what kept coming to the top of the list was homeschooling because I never saw myself as a homeschooler. My father was a public school teacher. I should support public school. And if I was going to consider an alternative school, well, maybe it would be one of the other options or a private school, which were all in the mix and we all considered However, it really felt like there was a longing in my heart for homeschooling. And I thought, well, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, it's going to be first grade. I'm pretty sure I can handle first grade. So we took the leap. We took the leap. And now I'm going to go over just a few of the benefits of homeschooling just for the sake of doing so for people who might be curious, but this is really about what homeschooling my kids taught me because they actually, I think taught me more about life and education and being a parent and a human than I think I taught them. So this was pre COVID obviously, and homeschooling was not, definitely as popular as it is now and definitely not as there's more families now doing it when they were forced to do it with COVID and then kind of figured out that they liked it a little bit and their kids actually thrived. Not all, but some. For some, it's a great choice for school. So here are a few of the benefits and actually I'm going to probably not do it a good service because more and more research is showing even greater benefits. So I'm just going to hit the highlights and then move on to what it actually taught me. 
But homeschooling in general, one of the biggest things that makes it so awesome is that it's a customized education. I don't think there's any educator out there that would disagree that a customized one-on-one -on -one education is going to deliver the highest quality of education. Anytime you have something that's custom fit to you, whether it's a suit, a pair of shoes, a dress, it's going to be better than anything you can just kind of buy off the rack. And that's what one of the benefits of homeschooling actually is, is that it's fully customizable and it allows for a personalized approach to education. Parents can tailor the curriculum to suit the individual child's needs, learning style and interests. And I can tell you, my last child was a kinesthetic learner. Everything had to involve body movement. So he learned how to read and write with rocks and sticks because that's just, just what spoke to him. So that was pretty cool because that clicked for him. Sitting down and reading a book did not. It also offers an individualized pace. And in our world of comparing and having standardized everything, especially standardized tests and having to hit certain measures, some kids learn things faster than others. Some pick up topics faster than other, others. And what's really cool is that you can dive really deep, explore a topic, and then move on when you're ready. And it allows kids to learn at their own pace without the pressure of speeding up or slowing down for the group. You can spend more time on challenging subjects and then move ahead when you, you get it. I was, well, people probably talked about me and that's okay. That doesn't really bother me now, but at the time it wasn't so common to be a homeschooler. And I used to love going to the library and I would actually just take a suitcase or a laundry basket because we would get so many books that I didn't want to limit anything. And we would just pull up to the checkout counter with 50, 60 books. I mean, we were that family <laughs> and, uh, it was awesome. It was awesome because for weeks, my kids just laid on the floor and read and read and read and read. And one of the great things is, um, I had more energy and time to give them. So I would read quite a bit as well. The other big thing is a flexible schedule. And I can tell you that we would hit the museums and the parks and all of the, um, the free days, like at the museums, downtown Chicago, we would take advantage of all those because when everyone else was in school, we could get to explore the museum on our own, which was pretty awesome. So having that flexible schedule allowed us and my kids to sleep later if they wanted to, if they needed to. Um, we didn't have to start school, so to speak at a certain time. In fact, my approach was really pretty open and flexible. And when everyone got up and was ready to kind of hit the road or start our day, we would, and we would often start our school. I even hesitate to call it that we would start our life just learning every day, all day long in the kitchen, in the woods, everywhere. There wasn't a time we weren't learning, which is what was really pretty awesome about homeschooling. The other thing is it really provided what I think is a really pretty strong parent child bond. And 
I think too, as parents, not only do we want to educate our children, but we want to help them be good humans. And when they're interacting a little bit more with a parent, someone who loves them, then they're going to be being poured into with um, more adult type of ideas and ideals. And there's kind of a phrase, you know, that you're the five people you spend the most time with are the people that are going to influence your life the most. And, you know, it was nice having a little control over what and who my children spent time with. And when they were young and, and first learning social skills and things like that, being able to be there as a parent and really enforce good, proper behavior and manners was important. And it allowed us to spend quality time together, a lot of time together. I was on 24 seven and that kind of connection and that time spent with a child develops those strong bonds and develops closer relationships. And that's something that money cannot buy and time cannot give you. So it really did provide a meaningful space for us to grow and learn and love together. The other one is a safe and nurturing environment. And this has gotten to be a little bit more, unfortunately, a concern in society now with just the safety of being at school. It, it saddens my heart that there are drills now and teachers have to learn what the sound of a gun sounds like. And there's protocol for if someone, you know, an intruder comes into a school and that that's horrible and sad in every way. And just being at home allows me, you know, allowed me to have a safe and nurturing environment. And it was, it was safe. And that is something that I know every parent wants for their child. So the other thing is the tailored socialization. And I got this question all the time. I got it so much. I wanted to poke my eyeballs out and it was, but what about socialization? And I cannot tell you how ridiculous that phrase is because we were out in the world more so than kids who were in school. We were not you know, peer to peer relationship all day long. It was peer to adults, peer to other children, peer to older adults. It was what life really is. I mean, what other time in life are we shoved in a room with 30 other people that are exactly our same age? The world doesn't work that way. The world is a whole mix of people and sizes and colors and shapes and ages. And you got to know how to mix it up with everybody. So I would actually argue that it was not only did it not lead to any sort of social isolation, but it actually encouraged more opportunities to interact with all kinds of people. And that is what the world is. So I actually think that that argument is a moot point. And then of course, the flexibility of curriculum. I had the ability to choose, um, you know, a math curriculum that was actually from Singapore because the kids in Singapore score very high on, on international math, um, challenges and classes. They're known worldwide for excelling in math. And I thought, well, why wouldn't I just give my kids that curriculum? 
I can. So I just ordered their math curriculum from Singapore and we did that and some other sort of fun math like Mequon math that are more storytelling and, and um, logic, which was, I think actually made math a little more fun. So those are kind of the, the top reasons that we chose to homeschool. Um, but let's get into what it taught me <laughs> because that was surprising. And I've reflected on that recently as I've seen actually some social media posts about homeschooling and I see other families embracing these ideals and Instagram wasn't around when I was homeschooling. Facebook, maybe definitely not TikTok, but there wasn't, you didn't share it. If anything, you were, you were the parents that, 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 you know, you kind of, it was like this underground secret society. There wasn't this beautiful, loving expression of look at how we're raising our children. And I see those videos and I, I, especially the ones that are on Instagram and I see these kids playing in the mud with their mud boots and all kinds of stuff. And it just absolutely thrills my heart because it takes me right back. It takes me back to those times that I tromped around in the woods and identifying bugs and birds and building forts out of sticks and swimming in creeks and climbing trees and kind of all the things kids are supposed to do. And I kind of got to do it again with my kids. So here's what it taught me. There's a few of the things it taught me. Number one, it taught me to trust myself. When I was standing on the cliff of do I homeschool or do I not? I was met with pretty much skepticism and disbelief and fear and concern pretty much by everyone in my family. They thought I had lost my mind. Why would I do that when there was a perfectly good school less than half a mile away from our house. <laughs> Why would I do that? Why would I sacrifice my time? Why would I do that? And I couldn't really tell you all the reasons, except that I knew in my bones and in my heart that my, I was being called and led to do it. And I didn't fully understand all the reasons why, but I, I trusted myself and I said, I'm going to try. And I did. And I, had a couple of thoughts. What's the worst that can happen, right? And it's kindergarten. Come on. I'm pretty sure I can handle that. And the other thing I did was every year when it came time to start school, I would ask my children, do you want to keep homeschooling or do you want to go to school? I was never driving the bus once it started. I really let the kids dictate and decide how long this little adventure would last. And it lasted for 10 years. And it wasn't until my oldest child said, I think I want to try high school that I thought, all right, let's go. There was never any control on my part of I'm going to do this because I want this for my kids. I initially did, but then I always let them decide where do you see yourself now moving into? And that was a blessing. It also allowed me to face my fears and my ability to not let the fear of failing prevent me from trying. I always kind of felt like I had a backup. I was an educated woman. I 
was resourceful. I could find information and we were moving into this information era where it really, you know, when I grew up, I, there were, um, you go to the library and get the, the card catalog and you would find your book and then you would hunt and peck through the library. And, you know, that's not how things were now. Information was coming hard and fast and you didn't really have to just keep pieces of information in your brain anymore. You could find it. The internet allowed you to find anything in an instant. So it really didn't feel like I was being just set out to sail. I thought, well, I have resources, I have tools, and I can always learn how to find the resources my kids need. And I did. So there wasn't this fear of failure because information was available. And, you know, one of the other things is that I never tested my children. I never gave them a standardized test. Why would I? I loved them. We spent time together. We read together. We played together. I taught them things. They taught me things. And, um, I remember when my daughter tested into high school and she had been homeschooled and they were like, well, we're going to have to give her all these tests because we're not sure where she is going to land. I said, well, that's fine. You know, but I want her in all the honors courses. And I said, oh, no, no, no. We can't do that until we test her. I'm like, okay, go ahead and test her. So she took her first test and she scored as a um, senior when she was entering as a freshman in every, in every category, some she even scored like first or second year of college in her, um, aptitude. <laughs> so we had a little chuckle about that because, um, I didn't know until that moment that, you know, the, the great experiment had worked. Like she actually knew things. Um, and that was our first exposure to the benchmark of how I was doing as a parent. And then later it ended up, you know, all of my kids got academic scholarships to all of their chosen universities. And while that's awesome, you know, it certainly wasn't, um, I didn't, I didn't think that would happen. I hoped it would happen, but it wasn't, you know, their education and being super whip smart wasn't at the top of my list. What was at the top of my list was creating a good human who was happy and loved life and, um, wanted to see every day as an adventure and stay curious. And that's actually number three. That's what they taught me. They taught me to stay curious. The curiosity of a child is something that now as an adult, I try to teach other grown women to return to that wonderment, that curiosity, that approaching life with a freshness and a newness each day of what can I learn today? And, and that is also what my children taught me was every day was a, an adventure of what can we learn? What are we going to learn? And I do that every single day today. Now, every day I focus on learning new things. I love learning. My passion for learning was rekindled when I taught them and their passion was contagious and it just fed the cycle. And I am a lifelong learner. 
I believe. And I also believe that they are all still lovers of wisdom, seekers of knowledge, and enjoy and impart a wonderment and curiosity with each day. And that's pretty awesome. And I'm so glad that I got to see that in my children and that I got to put that in my own heart and carry that forward too. Seeing the world with wonder, being able to stay in that space of wonderment is really truly one of the things that through the courses that I teach now is going back to. I now teach women the importance of getting in nature, to being still sitting under a tree, to listen to the whispers of their heart, to not be afraid to invest in themselves, to trust yourself that you can make good decisions, to understand that there really isn't failure. Everything can teach us something and to let your heart lead. Always be open to learning new things, even difficult things. My children taught me that. Homeschooling taught me that. Stay curious. Stay in wonderment. Trust yourself and always be open to learn new and difficult things. Face your fears. Everything can teach you something in life. I am grateful for those years homeschooling and I'm grateful for staying in the space of childlike wonderment and curiosity, even as an adult and helping women now return to the curiosity of a child and lead a heart centered soulful life that I did when I was homeschooling. So yay to all those homeschooling parents that are trying to do best by their children that are letting their children teach them a little thing or two about this thing we call life. Looking to enhance your wellness journey and not sure where to start? Well, I have the answer. I have created an online membership like no other, which will deliver weekly information, tools and resources, support and monthly optional live one-on-one -on -one individual or group coaching sessions on all things wellness. It's like a mental and medical concierge service delivered to your doorstep each month. It's time to come home to you and reconnect with your soulful self. It's time to elevate your mental and physical health and wellness. And I am here to help you do just that. Go to the show notes or head to the website to learn more about the VIA Collective and join today. I'll see you on the inside.